now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Whole Home Show. I'm Tony Joe, your host here every week, bringing you tips, education, and updates on home-related matters. Whether you're in the real estate market or if you're looking for decorating or improvement ideas for your home, this is the place to be. Our show comes to you with the support of our show partners, Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group, J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor at Westland Insurance, operating as Island Savings Insurance, the Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs, and Shoreline Inspections with Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. If you need help or direction in your real estate transaction, give the whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. I can help you too. I've been selling real estate here in Greater Victoria for 29 years. I'm a born and raised Victorian. I've never left here. I love our community and I love our town. In my time, I've helped hundreds of people where their real estate purchases or sales. I'd be happy to help you as well too. You can find my contact information and the rest of the CFAX Whole Home Show team members' contact information uh, on the CFAX1070.com website. If you look under shows, there you'll find us, the Whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All their information is there, so please reach out to them. They are here to serve. We are in a really interesting time right now. The coronavirus affects everyone, of course, including the real estate market. It's had a rippling effect on everything in the region. See, the aspect of real estate, whether it's ownership or renting, is usually the launching point for several other services and businesses out there. Appliances, furniture, redecorating, carpentry, electrical, security systems, uh, the list keeps going on. So how are we coping under the current quarantine and isolation requirements? And how are people insuring their homes and having inspections done. Guests today are our show partners, Shoreline Inspections with Monica Gass and Westland Insurance with J.P. Sellers. We always start with our weekly listener question. If you've got a question or curiosity about real estate, call us. Our hotline number is 250-414-6540. That's 250-414-6540. Or again, find us online, cfax1070.com, and we'll bring it up on our show. By the way, we are recording, as we have been for several weeks, uh, in isolation. Uh, I am in my home office, now a home studio. Our producer, Corey, uh, is remote right now. Uh, our guests are remote. We're also, by the way, recording the video of this. So if you are a Facebook follower of ours, the Prime Real Estate team, uh, or go on to our YouTube channel, you'll get a chance to see our guests as well, too. It's the neat thing about technology today. Uh, what I want to bring up today is, is a topic that has come up a lot recently, uh, including by real estate practitioners themselves all across the country and uh, across North America. And that is the notion of virtual tours. Because you see, right now we're at the point where people should be home. People should be self-isolating. We all know that we need to limit our goings out being out there uh, and in front of other people. We all want to try to flatten this curve. We all want this to go away sooner rather than later. So how the heck do people buy properties? Because believe it or not, there's still a lot of people out there that want to buy. They're looking at homes. They perhaps have to buy. Maybe they're homeless. Maybe they um, need to relocate by a certain time or they had plans 
Uh, so people are still buying homes, but we can't get in or it's hard to show because, of course, most of the time there's an owner or an occupant in the property. And of course, they should be concerned about their health and safety as well, too. We have talked before on the show about the COVID protocols. We know that uh, disposable um, gloves uh, are important. We are now seeing a lot more masks being worn uh, by people who are visiting homes, of course. Uh, you know, the masks may not protect you from viruses out there, but what it will do is it will contain whatever you have so that it doesn't spread out to others. Uh, we are seeing uh, questionnaires being sent out before showings happen. So sellers and their agents want to know if you've been exposed to someone uh, with COVID-19, if you have symptoms of it, if you've traveled in the last uh, 14 days. They're asking things like not touching light switches or knobs or door handles uh, and most definitely not using the bathroom. So we're seeing a lot of that now. But that being said, People are trying to figure out this whole virtual way of conducting business. And can people buy homes by going online and watching virtual tours? Because this is a lot more common nowadays. Technology today has it that realtors are doing video walkthroughs of homes as if you were there. And video quality nowadays is so fantastic. You really do feel like you're there. And there's also other products or programs out there. We use one called Matterport, and it is a, a highly specialized piece of equipment that does 360-degree views of each room, and they stitch it together such that you can walk around the house just like you're there. You can uh, look up, you can look down, you can look to the sides. You can even use uh, VR goggles, virtual reality goggles, uh, as if you were in the house. So... Yes, this is something that we're seeing a lot of nowadays. In fact, CREA, the Canadian Real Estate Association, which is uh, the, the organization of all realtors in Canada. They also, by the way, administer realtor.ca, you know, that tool that all of you guys like going to and like using. That is a CREA product. They are right now working on uh, functionality for virtual tours to be posted on listings. Uh, some agents like myself already have our virtual tours on our realtor.ca listings, but it is something that we're going to see a lot more nowadays. And I got to say, I kind of have wonder if this is going to be the way of things because, you know, what's happening nowadays is we are asking consumers to have a look at the virtual tours, have a look at the floor plans, have a look at the photos, do all of your research first before going the next step, which is answering the questionnaire about COVID-19. And then finally, you get to a showing. You know, this is really interesting from the standpoint of a seller, because what this means is going through all these hoops and going through all these steps really means that anyone who's coming to your house has got to be massively serious and hopefully massively motivated as well. So we're seeing a lot less of the tire kickers, the looky-loos, those people who just want to go through your house because it looks cool and they drive by it all the time, or they want to get like those uh, decorating ideas or things like that. We're seeing a lot less of that nowadays. So like I said, maybe this is the way things are going nowadays. Um, it is something that, uh, you know, nowadays, all of this new technology, like having meetings online, I'm sure a lot of the listeners here have had family visits by uh, FaceTime or Skype or by Zoom or by all of those things. Uh, it is so nice. Uh, I have an appointment with the lawyer today. 
Uh, so you know what? It doesn't, first of all, need to be a weekday. And secondly, uh, it's great because I don't need to worry about uh, driving time and finding parking and all of that kind of stuff. Could this be the way that we move forward uh, for the rest of time? Who knows? I mean, you like to hope that maybe some positives come out of what we're dealing with right now. Uh, so yes, virtual tours, definitely something you're going to be seeing a lot more of. The technology already exists there. Man, I remember years ago, we spent a lot of money to get virtual tours out there and it required a lot of bandwidth and it was hard for people to download. Nowadays, it's so easy. Um, you can download it from your phone. So if you're searching for properties, chances are, or I hope you are, aside from us, going to see virtual tours uh, out there. It really is an interesting time right now. Uh, as I mentioned, we're recording right now remotely. Uh, just a reminder as well, too, if you are a podcast listener, you can always find all of our shows on iTunes or Google Play. There's over 150 of them for the past three years. Uh, right now, if you're killing time in self-isolation and you're looking for more content about your home, uh, now's a great time for you to listen and catch up. Man, every once in a while, I need a pointer about some topic like mortgages or legal stuff or whatever. I go back to our own podcast and I listen because, you know what, we've got the experts. We do have experts with us today as well, too, because our guests are two of our show partners. Of course, we're going to be talking about home insurance and home inspections when we come back from our break. And finally, guys, just a shout out to all of our healthcare workers and frontline workers. I know you're all out there at seven o'clock banging your pots and pans. We are as well too. So important, the work that they are doing for us in the community. It is greatly appreciated. You guys are doing a great job. We're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to be having a conversation with JP from Westland Insurance because there's been some things happening in the world of insurance. We'll be back in just a moment. You're listening to The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe, recording this episode right now in isolation in my home studio, along with our guests who are also remote instead of our usual location at the wonderful CFAX 1070 studio. Missed that place. Can't wait to go back. Uh, but this works really well right now anyways. I mentioned to you, the listeners, of just before the break that we are also recording these on video. So if you guys want to watch your whole home show episode, you can just go to our Facebook page, just the Prime Real Estate Team, uh, or look us up on YouTube. Um, I think it's Tony Joe Vic. You know, just Google. You'll find us. And you'll get a chance to actually watch our guests uh, and get to see who they really are because that's really handy. We're talking about how things are happening right now out there in the world of self-isolation and quarantines. And first guest today is J.P. Sellers. J.P. is with Westland Insurance, which is operating as Island Savings Insurance, one of our value show partners. J.P., thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Tony. Okay, first of all, I can see from the background, uh, you are actually not home. Uh, you're one of these guys that actually has to be operating out of your office although you're not taking customers in uh, right no now, right? we, are, we are currently closed um to the public uh we aren't taking any walk-in traffic at the moment um but we are processing you know icbc renewals transfers cancellations uh operating permits by phone and email currently mm -hmm. um early on in the as the stages went on i think it was around march 18th icbc um started with a business continuity plan 
um, for brokers to be able to process their transactions by phone and email. So as we've gone along over the last three weeks now, we've been doing these transactions by phone and email the best we can with, with, with customers. Wow. So that's really something because of course we all generally have the understanding that you got to go to the insurance person to get your insurance, your car insurance. Um, obviously something that's still important right now, people need their cars cause they, you know, need to continue with their lives either for work or, you know, going to the store that once a week that you, that you have to nowadays. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so ICBC, they came up with this basically a special provision um, during these, uh, you know, times basically in order for people to, you know, change their insurance. Maybe they're not using the car to go to work anymore. Oh. You know, maybe, you know, they need to cancel their insurance because, you know, they, they, they aren't using the car at all anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe the car is up for renewal and they're not using it because they have another car that's insured. So they're just going to store it. So there are lots of transactions that we're, we are still seeing on a daily basis. Here. Actually, let's touch on that just for a second here, because, um, there are some, there are people who either have been laid off or are working uh, less right now. So this is a good point because for those who are trying to sort of streamline their monthly expenses, maybe having that secondary vehicle or a vehicle you don't need with that monthly cost could be put on hold for now, right? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, one of the things with people being able to work from home, you know, changing their insurance for, for, pleasure use only instead of driving to and from work, you know, to save a few bucks a month is definitely something we can do by phone right now. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to say that's, that's probably a pretty comfortable call because there's other things out there that people are having to cancel. They feel kind of uncomfortable with because, you know, organizations kind of businesses need the cash flow or whatever, but ICBC has always been good at that. If you're not using your car, you're not paying for it. Yeah. I mean, and that's why they have, you know, the renewal date and the expiry date, basically, if you know, you're not, you know, stuck into having to renew if you've reached a point where you're not going to be using the car for a few months you just you know, let the insurance lapse take out a storage policy yep. to cover the vehicle for theft liability and you know sit in your garage or driveway until you need it again by the way that's super inexpensive i know because i do that with my seasonal car it's it's like 30 bucks or 90 bucks or something right yeah i think it's uh for three months it's you know for for just um fire theft and vandalism i think it's around 30 35 dollars oh, three my months. Goodness. so yeah it's, it's fairly inexpensive and you know considering what well here's a here's a question for you so, so if somebody has uh paid their 12 months uh up front for their car insurance right and if they want to cancel it now like they're halfway in do they get the money back for the unused yeah they get a prorated amount back okay. uh, minus a 30 dollar cancellation fee okay but you're still getting, you know, you know, a majority of, the, of the, what's left of premium back, you know, in, in a time when maybe you need that, that, that money. Okay. So now driver's licenses, because whenever we go to renew, you guys have to look at a driver's license. How does that happen now? So now we're, we're, we're following ICBC's protocol. We're confirming the best we can, the identity, confirming driver's license, birth date, address, you know, information that the only the owner will know. Uh, and some of the documents that they have, there's, you know, document numbers, special codes that, you know, we can review with the, the client over the phone to, to confirm who they are. I mean, typically, you know, the clients that we, we have are, you know, clients that we know that, that generally do business. So it's a little bit easier in some of those um, situations, but, you know, we, we do the best we can under the situation we're under when, and we, we do what we can to help out everybody. Well, everyone's had to adjust. Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah. So the last thing about car insurance, uh, you know, as we kind of move on to the, the house end of things, because it right. is after all the home, the whole home show, but, <laughs> but you know what, I think it's really important just to have this conversation about insurance. Cause it's one of those things that people, you know, it's important, right? Yeah. Um, so now how do people get their label and their documents? Cause again, we go into the shop usually and show our driver's license and we walk out with that stuff. So what happens now? So right now what we're doing is we are mailing all the documents and the new decal um, uh-huh. in the mail. Um, we've seen the turnaround be as long as six days and as short as, as three days. Okay. So it's, it's, you know, there's a bit of a process um, in terms of, you know, the transaction and, and getting the actual documents. And decal. So, so then this is a reminder for those people that leave it to the last day. Yeah. This let's not... try not to leave it at the last, last second, the night of expiry. Okay. Yes. Yes. I know JP, I've been there with you before. <laughs> I, I, yeah. But so, so as a reminder to everyone, uh, if your car insurance is coming up for renewal and if you need it during this time, make sure you get in touch with JP sooner rather than later. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, house insurance now. Oh, oh actually, but before we get to house insurance, there's one last thing I want to talk about, about cars. Cause I had asked you earlier uh, at a break about transfers. So are pe- people are, are, are there car sales happening out there? there? We are seeing some transfers, um, probably just as many transfers, uh, now, as we saw, before which seems which seems kind of strange. It seems kind of strange because it means that people are buying cars, right? Yeah. Um, so what's happening? It it could be a situation where someone has a vehicle that they you know they've been putting off, you know, trying to sell, and you know now you know maybe they need the money um, for for that. You know, what's going on right now? Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a situation where you know they've got multiple vehicles, they don't have space to park them. Um, and it, it gives them the motivation now to sell it, you know, something that they've been thinking about doing for months, weeks, and, and what other time, better time to do it now. You've got nowhere to put the car because the other car's in the garage already. Yeah. Uh, everybody's home, so there's not much room on the, on the streets to park. So it, it could be one of those, those situations, right? Yeah, well, you know what? I guess it's kind of like real estate because, you know, people are asking me nowadays, hey, is now the time for a good deal for a steal? Uh, can't say that right now about real estate. Our inventory is still kind of low. And uh, I mean, let's face it, a seller's not going to sell a house for anything less than they're going to want. Desperation has not set in yet. Um, thinking that might be the same uh, with, with car sales right now as well, too. Yeah, I would, I would think so. I, I think it's just, you know, this is just, you know, people that have had it on their mind to do, this is just giving them the, the extra push to get it done. Well, I, I, I guess the theme I'm getting from you right now in our conversation is if we're if if we or our family or friends or whatever are thinking of ways of streamlining our daily lives under the new regime and trying to find ways to cut unnecessary expenses, uh, ICBC is one of those ways. And and uh, absolutely, it, I, and it's and ICBC is fair. So we you know we thank them for that. Yeah, any anywhere you can save a little bit here every month is is definitely something that that is helpful right now. Yeah. Okay, JP. Uh, remind our listeners uh, if they need to reach you. What's the best way? Uh, best way to reach me is by phone two five zero five one nine four eight zero eight. That's their office line. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also available online as well through WestlandInsurance.ca. Uh, there's multiple ways to uh, contact us by email uh, that way as well. 
I would normally say pop in and say hi to JP <laughs> at the Jubilee branch, which is right beside the now closed Starbucks uh, at the Save on Foods on the corner of Fort and Fowl Bay. Uh, they can still wave to you through the window. Absolutely. But... We wave all day long. Absolutely. I see. I got it. I got it. Okay. Well, uh, JP, stick around because we're going to have a conversation with you shortly, but we need to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Monica Gass about building inspections and what's going on out there in the marketplace. Back in just a moment. Now, The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Thanks for coming back. You're listening to The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Our show comes to you every week with the support of our show partners. Denise Webster, mortgage broker with Dominion Lending Center's Modern Mortgage Group. J.P. Sellers, insurance advisor with Westland Insurance, operating as Island Savings Insurance. The Sitka Law Group for your real estate, wills and estates, corporate and personal injury needs. And Shoreline Inspections with Reese Jacob and Monica Gass. Just as a reminder, if you're looking for help in any of these areas relating to your real estate, whether it's right now under this crazy time or later when things go back to normal again, give any of our whole Home Show team members a call. They would love to hear from you. And as a reminder, you can find their contact information by visiting cfax1070.com. Go to shows and there you'll find us, the whole Home Show with me, Tony Joe. All their contact information is there. Yes, we are experiencing a really interesting time right now, and we're also recording this remotely from home studio. I reminded uh, listeners a little bit earlier that uh, you can always upload. You can listen to us, first of all, streaming on the cfax1070.com website. You can also upload podcasts of this or any of our prior episodes on iTunes or Google Play. And right now, you can watch us on video by visiting uh, Prime Team's facebook page or our youtube channel just google us and you'll find us there um the three of us are dressed up we're dressed up and uh, and good to go and of course monica you're wearing your shoreline labeled uh vest there um good to see you thanks for coming uh, on the show today monica yeah thanks for having me all right nice. so yeah nice to have something to talk about right now right? nice to do something a little bit different for sure <laughs> of course okay so everyone knows that you and your partner reese are building inspectors out there now we also know that this is a really interesting time right now so um the first question that people might be asking because they've been asking me as well too uh is business still happening so in other words are you still doing inspections Yes, yeah, we're still operating. Um, we did definitely see sort of a slump in what would usually be our high season when, you know, everyone's, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Spring break is like totally a great time for open houses and, and really just ramping it up. So we're usually working pretty hard when the sun comes out. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a little bit like, oh, okay, well, we'll take a step back and just kind of see how we can adjust to this new climate. And we went ahead and took steps to, you know, make sure that we were using the proper protective gear mm -hmm. um, and, and calls have started to, to come back in. I think people just really, you know, wanted to adjust to see how this new world climate was going to be. But we are, you know, back to things. It's not totally business as usual, but we're, we're getting there. And I think the adjustment is definitely happening. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the questions that, that comes up every once in a while is essential services, right? And the province deemed real estate as an essential service, which some of us thought was very strange because, I mean, who, who's looking at buying or selling real estate right now? But as it turns out, people are because in many ways, real estate drives the economy, just like I opened up our show with today. 
you know, anyone who buys a house ends up buying furniture, appliances, getting carpenters in, you know, trades, all that kind of stuff. But the interesting thing about you guys in the building inspection world is in many ways, you are a, a better barometer of activity than real estate is. Because you see, we show people houses and, and you know, people have interest, but they don't call for a building inspection until a deal is made. Right. Yeah. Right. So when you show up, it means that there's already generally an accepted offer in place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're usually just kind of the last steps to just make sure that everything we're going in for that little bit of a deeper dive, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, just kind of making sure that people are getting what they're getting and we're, everything kind of seems to be very similar for us in terms of how we do our reporting styles. And we've been doing video walkthroughs for years now, basically since we started. So it's nothing new for you? No, that's nothing new. Um, it's just more of the interaction with the actual pro uh, house or, or apartment or whatever it is, just getting in there and just, you know, making sure sellers understand that we're taking precautions to, you know, clean all of our equipment in between inspections, as well as our clothes and wearing face masks and, you know, just touching as minimal things as possible while still doing a good job and, and getting all the information for well, the buyer. And it's important that people know the if possible is a keyword here because as inspections, you have to touch things. Like you, you, can't, you can't just do a visual inspection of a property. I mean, yeah. a lot of it is visual, but I mean, mm -hmm. you, you have to, we got to, we got to open up cupboards, you know, just get, you know, underneath things and just do a better look around. So we are being very, very cautious about what we're touching prior to coming into a, a property. And then also being, uh, you know, when we're done doing a really good clean of everything that we have and, and resetting for the next inspection. Yeah. So, uh, of course, the, the usual equipment is the disposable gloves. Uh, I know you're wearing masks. Um, uh, Reese has got the full face mask going on, right? We do. We have a full face mask. I kind of find it a little bit funny because, you know, last year we were shopping for those full face masks to go to Hawaii and go snorkeling. And now we're shopping <laughs> for these full face masks to go and just do our job. It's a little bit of a, a shift in the brain. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so we, I mean, we shouldn't use the words business as usual because it's not. We all know that things are happening differently now. However, your job and your task of, as far as inspecting properties remains the same. You, you can't, you're not uh, cutting corners or skipping things um, uh, because you still need to perform your duty and make sure that a, a buyer knows that they're making the right purchase, right? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, with the way that things are going and people are doing uh, virtual walkthroughs, I, a lot of the time when someone, we've had people that uh, do want to come to the walkthrough, but we do it outside mm -hmm. and we have, you know, our computer and we stand, you know, quite a ways away from each other. Social distancing. Yeah, yeah exactly. And some people have never even been inside. So yeah. it, it, it is something that's a little bit different, but the way that we've done our inspections always is a lot of photos, very visual so we're able to translate that into this time super easily because we've just always done it and we've always been paperless and we've always kind of been in the technology. Yeah, you absolutely always have been. So actually, and you, you, you bring back this point that I opened up with earlier in the show, and that is people buying houses without actually seeing them. I, it is a true rarity where somebody 
never sees a house all the way up until when they actually buy it. Uh, by the way, I have done that before. I've had clients from out of town. I had a gal who was in, uh, I can't remember where else in Canada, um, but she just could not leave. So we did a virtual tour of the property and she bought it. Um, she only saw the house once actually because she ended up renting it and then we resold it for her later. So that's a rare story because this is a big purchase. You want to actually see what you're buying. But what you're bringing up here, Monica, is that people are looking at these virtual tours and making their decision. They know that they'll have the chance to view the house at some point. And like you said, it's often at the point in time that you do the inspection. That way, the, seller's only, uh, the seller only needs to have one kind of visitation to the house, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the whole thing right now is everyone's just trying to limit the points of contact and and, and we're adjusting accordingly. So it, it, it things are going well. And like I said, we were just already set up to be virtual in a yeah. way. Yeah. So this is not that big of an adjustment. It's more just making sure we're protecting ourselves when we're actually on site. Yeah, such an interesting time. Such an interesting time. I mean, who knows what's next, right? Yeah, who knows what's next. But you know what? I'm very optimistic for the future. Yep. I think people are saying we're going to get back to normal. And I don't know that we're ever going to get back to what was normal, but we're going to get back to something that is is different. And, you know, maybe this virtual thing is going to be carry on and it might be more of a 50% thing than what we were seeing before. We don't know. But that I think it's going to be different. Yeah, hopefully better. Hopefully better. Yeah. yeah. Optimistic always. So. Yeah. So now has the building inspection um, uh, organization been supportive and, um, and preventative as far as all this is concerned? They, they're doing a pretty good job. Uh, yeah. So it's uh, consumer protection BC. So they've just been, you know, giving us as much updates as they can possibly come up with, you know, trying to make sure that we understand what, you know, some people, some inspectors have decided that this, this is, you know, not a good time for them to be inspecting or whatever it is. We've seen that. So they've shut down for now. Yeah. And yeah. It, it may be because they're, you know, already thinking, okay, maybe I was going to retire anyway. And so I've seen a lot of information just uh, regarding licensing. They're extending sort of the renewal date because right now is when you usually renew your license for a oh. home inspector. Yeah. So a lot of people were that big question, hey, do I pay this big bill? Like, I don't know if I'm going to get any work for the next three months or whatever it is. It was really uncertain. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people, they, they were allowing people to put that on hold. So people have probably put their license on hold. Interesting. Okay. We, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. You're hard at work. Uh, and again, uh, Monica, as people need to reach you guys, what's the, what's the best way? Uh, you can reach me on my cell phone at 250-508-4555, or you can go online and you can book online at shorelineinspections.ca. Perfect. Need to take a quick break here, but when we come back, we'll have a conversation with both JP and Monica about things you can do at your house while you're self-isolating. We'll be back in just a moment. This is The Whole Home Show with Tony Joe on CFAX 1070. Hi, everyone. Thanks for coming back. This is The Whole Home Show, and I'm Tony Joe. Hope you're all doing well at home in self-isolation and taking care of yourselves. Uh, it's a really interesting time right now. I, I, don't, I hope that we don't see this ever again. Uh, I think everyone's kind of making the best of it right now. And what better than to be listening to your favorite radio station, CFAX 1070, getting great information from our guests, people who um, really are doing great stuff out there in the community. We're talking today with 
Monica Gass. She is from Shoreline Inspections and JP Sellis from Westland Insurance. They are two of our show partners and supporters here on the Whole Home Show. And we're talking about things uh, having to do with uh, conducting business right now under the uh, isolation and quarantine protocols that we're all bumping into right now. Uh, guys, again, thanks again for, uh, for joining us again today. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, of course, we're doing this remotely, unlike the normal ways when we're all together in our nice little studio at uh, CFAX uh, 1070. We're doing this uh, in the, in Monica and I, we're in the comfort of our own home offices. JP is uh, stuck in his office, but you can't meet with clients right now. So you're just doing the stuff that you got to do. Yeah, everything by phone and email right now. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Okay, so we've talked about a number of things, including how you guys are conducting business right now uh, during the uh, the regime of uh, isolation and, and quarantine. Uh, now, people are home right now. They're in their homes, whether they're a tenant or whether they are homeowners. Uh, the weather is starting to shift right now. It's looking nice out there. Um, we're sort of limited to the things we can do because obviously the community centers are closed, the rec centers are closed, the golf courses are closed. Uh, you know, it's tricky being out there and maintaining your uh, social distancing. Uh, now, maybe is a good time for you to be thinking about checking out your house and things that you should be doing that maybe you've put off for a bit. Maybe it's time to start getting a little handy and doing things that you've always wanted to do. Uh, Monica, from a building inspection standpoint, actually, I, you, I know you guys have resources on your website, um, tips on, uh, on what to do around the house, right? Yeah, we have sort of a general maintenance guy. And I think the one thing I will say is like, if, if you're not skilled in any area, definitely hire a, a contractor to do some of these things. I mean, doing home projects yourself is absolutely wonderful. And even just doing your kind of own inspection, just to, to decide what you might need as a contractor is a good idea. But I would definitely recommend contractors for some of these jobs. Although yeah. Finding finding the issues is is something that you can do yourself for sure. Hey, that's, that's, this is a good point, Monica. Don't get up on the roof yourself if you're not. That's not your job. No, danger, if, danger. If, you're, if you're not skilled with that. But if you walk around and you know you maybe back up 100 meters to kind of try and get the, the lay of the land, see if you can see any sort of missing shingles or anything out of the ordinary. Yeah. And then if you do see something, call a roofer in and that's, that's the next step. For sure. <laughs> Hey, you know, that's a really good point is uh, do a survey of your property. So my question to the listeners right now is when's the last time you did a survey inside and out of your home to look around for things? Now, I know you're probably not thinking of selling your home. That's fine. But your home is still your biggest investment. You want to make sure that it's in tip top shape. What better time than now to do that walk, walk around, right? Oh, it's easier to keep something healthy than to bring it back. <laughs> okay. Speaking of which, JP, and I'm sure you've got stuff to talk about there. I mean, the things that you see from an, a house insurance standpoint that maybe people should have kept an eye on before it went bad. What are some good examples? Yeah. So around this time, we always have some from spring maintenance, maintenance tips. Monica brought up the roof, which is definitely something we always would recommend doing. Um, you know, from, from a safe distance, you know, seeing if there's any curling uh, of the shingles there and, you know, getting someone in to take a look at it. Um, overall, looking at the foundation, maybe there's some cracks that you see in there and, um, you know, the walkway or driveway cracks there, uneven pavement, things that you can, you know, try to resolve on your own or hiring someone to look at. Um, I would also say um, uh, the, uh, 
smoke detectors, you know, changing oh, the batteries, yep. you know, doing, doing, you know, little things that you don't really think of that, that should be done probably be twice a year at minimum um, to, to look at. So I would, I would definitely put that in there in that list. Um, what else would I look at? Um, eaves troughs and uh, gutters, cleaning those out, making sure nothing's loose and, and filled with gunk and stuff like that. So definitely look at that. While you're, while you you're read my mind on that one because <laughs> definitely like making sure that gutters are all connected and they're clear and they're they're going somewhere like where does your gutter terminate does it terminate <laughs> right beside your house and there's this giant puddle and it's always muddy well that's probably not a good idea you might not have perimeter drains so you might have to look at other options like maybe getting a rain barrel or something like that or getting something to direct the water away from your foundation and be considerate of your of your neighbors as well um, but the other thing too with, uh, with smoke detectors is you want to make sure you also have a carbon monoxide detector if you have fuel burning appliances in your house. This is something that's huge. I, I, I honestly, almost all of the houses that I go into, I'm recommending that people get a carbon monoxide detector. If you have an attached garage, it's a good idea as well. Um, but yeah, oil, gas, wood. What is the one that people don't think of, but it's one of the most, you know, producing of carbon monoxide if it does start to get into the house? Well, you know, actually, the other the other tip that I would like to give to our listeners today, because you guys talked about smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors, gutters and all that stuff. Maybe now the time for us as homeowners to actually sit down and design a little chart that schedules all the stuff you should be doing around your house. Because a question too is, when's the last time you replaced the batteries of your smoke detector? You probably don't know because you didn't write it down anywhere, right? So mm -hmm. why don't you create a document or something? Because you got the time right now. Get in front of your computer, build a table. It's pretty easy. And just date when, you know, today's the day you're going to change the batteries. You know, your carbon monoxide detector as well. Do those things are only good for a certain amount of time or something. Well, right? well yes. So my recommendation is if you, what I say is if you don't know the last time you changed it, if it looks old, if it looks yellow, if it's just totally <laughs> out of date, just get rid of it and get a new one in there because now you're finding the carbon monoxide smoke detector combos and they have a 10 year battery. It's a lot easier to manage 10 years. You know, it just, it has a little label on it. It says replace in whatever, 20, 2030 at this point. Yeah. And uh, that's great. There you're, you're good. Well, and also too, even the wired in ones need to be tested every once in a while, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Have a day, test them out, get the dog out of the house. And that's, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So, so there's that. The other one, uh, and we've talked about this on the show before, is um, fire extinguishers, because those two do not last forever. No, they don't. And you can uh, just take your fire extinguisher into one of these places, like Four Seasons or something like that, and they will, they will recertify it for you. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Or just make sure it's in the green and, and, you know, if it's no good, they'll let you know or replace it or whatever it is. Yeah. I will never forget. I So my dad installed a, a um, extinguisher at the top of the stairs many years ago when I was a kid. And it, the same thing was there like 20 years later. You know, I don't think we knew that these things, you know, you, you got to have them checked every once in a while because when you need it under that moment of crisis, you want to make sure that the thing is in tip top shape, right? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, we had what I have a, a rental property with a few units in it and it, 
I had a fire inspection and I've had them done twice, but the second fire inspection revealed that one guy had actually only had a uh, fire extinguisher from 1987. Oh my this goodness. This thing is a relic. Yeah. It was, I was like, why didn't, why would you not say something to me? Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. But hey, yeah. JP, JP, is that, this is a question that uh, house insurance asks about uh, fire extinguishers? They, they do. And um, I would, I would say that um, it's always good to, I, I would do instead of like, a, I would do a calendar or a schedule kind of in your cell phone because everyone nowadays has a cell phone Ooh. easy to, to remind yourself, you know, to check some of these things, you know, maybe every quarter, maybe every six months, maybe it's annually, but to create a list of things that, you know, that need to be checked on. Maybe it's your hot water tank as well. You know, how old is your hot water tank? Is it, is it past its expiry? You know, once you get a new hot water tank, you know, put it in your phone, new hot water tank, forward it five years or whatever warranty you have on it and, and check it again. But yeah, home insurance is very tricky when it comes to that because we're asking a lot of questions now. You know, how old is your roof? When was your plumbing updated? When was your electrical updated? How old is your uh, hot water tank? And, and I would say definitely now with with lots of time on your hands to to sit down and and take inventory of, of what you have going on in the house you know maybe like you said earlier uh is this the time to schedule the roof to be updated you know maybe you've got some electrical that you were you know planning on on fixing or changing or or whatever the case may be looking at you know your wood deck maybe you've got some rot out there that 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 needs to be replaced so I definitely think now is the time with with what we've got going on is to take a look at the home, see if there's any risk that you can see now that won't cause an issue down the road. Yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, you, you mentioned earlier about cracks in uh, walkways and stuff. And I, I sense that you bring this up because it's a liability and danger. Somebody yeah, you don't want someone that. tripping on your property um, no. because you've got uneven pavement. You know, yeah. it, could, it could be a... You know, maybe your grandma's having some problem walking and, and she trips on that. You don't want to see your, your yeah. grandma fall or your grandpa fall just because of that. You know, young children walking on that, that, that driveway, you know, with a little uneven or a crack in there. You don't want to see that happen. 100%, 100%. So you know what, it, this conversation that we're having right now about scheduling and creating a document and everything, it's got me thinking of something right now. I think it would be a huge selling feature if somebody is selling their house, if they had like a document or a manual that outlined when they replaced the hot water tank, when they had the uh, drain tiles last clean, all that's because see, we ask these questions of people when they're selling their house. Most of the time they don't know. They go, oh, yeah, you know, we got the drain tiles clean. I think it was like, I don't know, maybe five years ago, maybe seven years ago. It'd be nice to have that document that says May 2017. Right. Yeah. I find I, I, some people do have that. So there are some people out there that are spectacular. And then there are some people out there who maybe haven't even been in their house in, in years because it's a rental or something like that. So you really find a whole wide range. Um, you, you know, Monica, the, the one that always surprises me are the kind of newer homes, you know, the ones that are maybe less than uh, five years old. It's like people buy them because they're new and they haven't conducted any sort of maintenance. Like it's still a house. You still need to do things. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know that one really grinds my gears too, because it's under warranty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and 
it's it, you really should be keeping up with your warranty and and taking full advantage of that and one of the first steps to that is getting you know a home inspection before you take possession of it or as you take possession of it yeah. so you have a good starting off point and then you, as you know the years go by and the warranties sort of get less and less you can you know look to see if those items have changed and if there's coverage for you for sure well hey listen guys uh we got to wrap up here great having you both on uh jp again if anyone needs home insurance car insurance uh best way to contact you uh by phone at the office 250-519-4808 or online at uh, westlandinsurance.ca great and monica and reese at shoreline inspections best way uh, yeah, you can go to shorelineinspections.ca yep. or you can contact me on my phone, 250-508-4555. Great. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks for being continued supporters of yep. our fantastic show. Uh, stay safe out there, okay? Yep. Uh, and to our listeners, we'll be here for you this time next week.